Hello, club members. I'm Kate. No, you're not. Stop. <laughs> Identity theft is not a joke. If we do it once a month, then people will be lulled into thinking it's you. No. For the rest of the month. <laughs> but like, Kate likes true crime now? That's so weird. And that way, <laughs> that way when I murder you, it, I'll have slowly just kind of worked my way into being you. No, uh, that's bad, Emma. <laughs> that's not Damn nice. It. I shared my plan. Now I can't do it. No, exactly. If Listen, if I ever say something like, I love true crime, or do you want to watch a murder documentary, or anything I'm like Kate, that. And I or did you hear about- Love true crime. <laughs> no, exactly. It's not really me. Call the police. I've been abducted. That's my clue. Like if I remember like abducted and held hostage and like they're having me get on the phone and act casual, I'm just gonna be like, y'all seen that murder documentary? I love murder documentary. Like things are going great. Did I, have I told you how much I love true crime? (laughs) Call 911. Call 911 right now. (laughs) But our voices do sound similar. So be careful that it's not me actually calling you to tell you. (laughs) Call the police regardless. (laughs) <laughs> what if it's like an alien body snatching situation well, then you're fucked yeah or yeah you done goof <laughs> i don't <laughs> well that's how you know you'll know i'm an alien okay fair if, enough i'm if, glad if, that we just have ask this keyword. be like hey you want to watch true crime if i'm like yeah then just shoot me right in the face because i'm an alien or if you say oh i've been meaning to watch the casey anthony documentary <laughs> oh my I don't god know. never <laughs> <laughs> never it's an alien in my body it's a robot. Have you seen this YouTube that's doing the psychological analysis of these people as they're confessing? <laughs> yeah, that's that you know. shit. That shit. That's either, not me. It's either Kate being snatched or it's me or the other sister, Sarah. So, <laughs> not, not this sister. Yeah, fair enough. Well, now that we've established that I'm n- neither abducted nor an alien, Emma, why don't you just go ahead and let everybody know what you're going to be doing to me today? What do I have to listen um, to? <laughs> On today's True Crime Corner, we'll be covering <laughs> the mysterious and infamous Lululemon murders. The Lululemon murders? Like the leggings? Have you heard of this before? Did someone get strangled with a pair of leggings? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kate, you stole my true crime. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> it's been fun. Athleisure meets danger. <laughs> that's, that's, that will be the whole about whenever yes, we post it. <laughs> So, no, it is not about someone getting strangled by leggings, though that would be a very sad but funny twist. Oh, my God. Um, This is actually a story that I had heard about, but I just didn't really know what it meant. Like, was this like a CEO situation where he turned out to diddle kids or something? I didn't know where we were going with this. But I recently found out what the story was behind this infamous murder. What was it? Are you ready? No. Usually not. (laughs) Well, you did say what was it. I can tell you were into it. Yeah, a little. Gave yourself away. Okay, so. <laughs> like a t- like the tiniest with, amount. It starts with two young women. One's name is Jaina and one's name is Brittany. And they're working together at Lululemon in Bethesda, Maryland. This is in March of 2011. So they're coworkers. They're not super close necessarily. They don't really hang out after work or anything like that. But they are cordial and like no issues with them or anything like that. So. They are working, and they're both of them are closing, actually. Jane is covering for somebody else, so she's closing and working with Brittany. And they, as they're leaving, so Jana pulls out the keys, locks the, locks the door to the storefront, and starts walking to her car. Brittany, um, in turn, is walking to the metro station. And then she's on her way to the metro station. 
And Brittany realizes that her wallet's missing. And that has her Metro card. It has her money. She's kind of useless without it. She has this sort of panic moment. Like, what do I do? I think I left it in the break room. She ultimately decides to call Jaina because she know, knows that Jaina is the one who has the keys because she just locked up. Fortunately, Jaina's not very far off. And Jaina's really chill about it. She's like, you know what? I left my laptop in the break room. So it's it's not a big deal. I'm happy to happy to go back and open it up. I'll grab my laptop. You grab, our, grab your wallet and we'll be fine. So... They go back, they go into the store. In this store, it's kind of like a classic open, like square, rectangular storefront. And then mm-hmm. there's a hallway. And on one end of that hallway, there's a break room. Um, and then there's a, on the other side of the hallway, it goes to, there are two doors. There's a kitchen and there's a bathroom. So they go into the break room. Brittany finds her wallet pretty much immediately. She knows where she left it and she starts walking out. Um, Jane is kind of right behind her, grabs the laptop. And then Brittany comes to a full stop whenever she gets into the main area. No, I don't like it. Did they leave the door unlocked and someone just broke in? Well, yeah. So no, oh my God. No. There are two men sta- standing there. <gasps> they're wearing all black. They have ski masks on. And they're standing between them and the door. No. There's no back door? So the next morning. <laughs> oh, my God. No. See, fuck. I don't like Crime Corner. This is scary. I it's like supposed it. to be. It's spoopy. spoopy. Very spoopy. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's the next morning, and Who's there's dead? a Lululemon manager who's, who is showing up to open up. So she gets out her keys, doesn't really um, notice anything until she goes to open the door and she realized it's already unlocked. And that's a big red flag for her because that means someone didn't lock up in her mind. So she goes in and she can hear moaning and she can tell something's really wrong. So she doesn't go in any further. She immediately Smart. runs outside and calls 911. Smart. Is it, you know, I was thinking about this whenever I looked into this store and I was like, I think I'd probably, I'd be worried that someone was hurt. Like I would want to no. go in. No, you don't go in. Hmm. I have mixed feelings. Makes sense not to go in. No, it's like if you come to come come to your house and you suspect that there's like an intruder or like the door, door's left ajar, you don't like go in and check it out. You call the police. If I heard Raja meowing pathetically, you bet your ass I'd run in. That's different. That's your baby. <laughs> that is my baby. That's your okay, child. I guess, guess she doesn't have any pets in the in the stores. So. No, no cats were meowing helplessly. No. So she goes out. She calls nine one one. She's really upset, kind of lets them know, I think something really wrong is going on here. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll come and check it out. As that's happening, there's a passerby who comes, who is walking down the sidewalk, sees how upset she is. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know. Like the door's open and I heard moaning inside. I don't know what to do. So he's like, we should probably check that out. Like there could be no. someone hurt. So the, this passerby, this um, good Samaritan walks in. And he immediately hears that same moaning noise. And you can tell it's coming from the back of the store. And he also is noticing that there's some blood on the floor, like Stop. some bloody footprints. <gasps> now you really don't go in. Well, he did. Okay. So he goes to the entrance of the hallway, but he's not quite sure where it's coming from. And this is when he notices that the ground is really slick. Stop. With blood? Yeah, there's oh a blood Oh, my God. Trail. Oh, my God. And the blood trail's kind of veering right. So he is, doesn't know what to do, but EMS isn't there. Police isn't there. He doesn't hear anyone coming in to, like, take control of the situation. So he's like, I just got to figure out if someone's hurt. No, PSA, no, you don't. You wait outside. Yeah, I agree with that, especially as a PSA. If I did it, it's different. Y'all aren't allowed to do it. No. Okay. 
So he follows this blood trail, which ultimately takes him into the break room. He's trying to go and open the door to the break room, but he's finding it difficult. And so he kind of pushes his way in, and then he realizes what was in the way, and it's uh, a woman. Oh, my God. He's She's face down. It's Jaina. She's dead. He's looking at her, and he's like, there's no way. Like, this woman, I think, is dead, and not only is she dead, I think she's been dead. Like, there, there's, no, there's no chance this person's alive, which begs the question for him. Where's the moaning coming from? There's no one else in the room. He looks around and tries to make sure he's not missing something. And then he realizes it's coming from the other side of the hallway. So there he finds two doors. One's going to the bathroom and one's going to the kitchen. He kind of yells out. And then he hears a moaning in reply. And he realizes it's coming from the bathroom. So he goes in there. There's another woman who is, she's tied to the sink. (gasps) And she has slash marks on her and some stab marks oh my god so first he thought she was dead like given how severe her wounds are he assumed that she was dead but then he realizes that she's making that moaning noise so thank god the police and the paramedics arrive at this point they secure the scene they confirm that jane is dead but they see that Brittany is really teetering on the brink of life and death it seems so they have her get her on the gurney they're taking her away with EMS, but they're scared that she's going to die before that they can talk to her. Oh my! So gosh. they're just kind of seeing if she can me- meaningfully interact with them. They try to talk to her, and she's only—they're like, "What happened? Can you tell me more? Anything?" And she's only able to say, "There are two men who robbed the store, and they attacked both of us." And so that's all they have to go on. They don't have cameras. It's funny you say that. They do have a camera. There is a Lululemon store camera. Unfortunately, it's only an exterior camera. And so it's really kind of facing the parking lot. But they do catch somebody or two people. At midnight, there are two men that are in, in all black with hoods who are running away. So okay. they send these pictures out to the media. They put a $150,000 reward on it. And unfortunately, at 48 hours, they still don't have any meaningful leads. So at this point, the detectives are like, we got we to gotta come up with something else. So they go back to the crime scene. They're like, let's see if there's something we missed. They start looking at all these bloody footprints that I mentioned to you, Mm -hmm. and they're able to kind of account for all, like where, whose footprints go to what, except for this really large footprint that matches a men's size 14 shoe. It's a big shoe. It's a big shoe. So they're like, okay, so there's at least like a tall man with a large foot. And they also notice that there's a unique tread on the shoe that seems kind of identifiable. Like they don't recognize it, but they're like, if we could find a match to the shoe, it would be a narrow, you know, a Mm -hmm. narrow number of shoes that would fit this. Mm-hmm. And then, funny enough, they notice a bin of shoes. And so this bin of shoes, they're not shoes to be sold, but they're shoes that shoppers put on, which when I learned about this what? part, I was like, only at Lululemon. <laughs> you put different shoes on? So they put on shoes so that their hip outfits can be hemmed to the right length. Oh, okay. And I'm really exposing myself as yeah. a target yeah. exercise we don't shopper. To, we don't go to Lululemon. <laughs> Yeah, I don't own a single, not to shame anyone who does. I just personally don't own any Lululemon, have never shopped there. So I just, this surprised me. Yeah, uh, Target, we don't hem our Target athleisure. No, you buy it, realize it fits very poorly, and then either suck it up. It or, <laughs> yeah, suck it up. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah, so as they're looking through this pile of shoes, they see that there's a really large men's shoe with the exact same tread match on it, but it's clean. Okay. Which is really bizarre. So, like, I mean, what what's going on here? Like, did they 
put the shoes on once they were in the store? Did they shop at Lululemon, buy these shoes, decide to come back and ransack the place? Like, because the place is like everything's ripped up and it's basically been ransacked. But they're just confused about why are these shoes here in this basket and why are they clean? Do you know if they stole anything? I'm not sure if there are things missing, but the place was like torn apart. I don't know if they had done an inventory at this point. I'm not really sure. Okay. So you're like, well, this is a small lead, but it's something kind of bizarre. It sticks out. Let's talk to Brittany, see if she can tell us anything about what these killer shoes looked like. Brittany's alive still? So Brittany's alive. She's recovering in the hospital at this point. I'm so glad she's alive. I know. So they go to talk to her in the hospital and she's like no like I don't remember anything like I definitely don't remember any shoes and they're like well okay like that's not very helpful but obviously she's going through a lot like let's just leave her alone so they're like let's just let her heal up a bit and then we'll get back in touch with her and see if she can offer us anything else well fortunately she actually called them the next day and offered to meet with them because she was really eager to help in any way to try to figure out who did this and then whenever she's meeting with them she's just kind of telling you know retelling what happened and she says something really funny what that solves the mystery it was brad and carl so let me wind it back oh oh one of these huh (laughs) the old rewind you know i love a twist you do love a twist same all the stuff that i told you so far so loses a key they go one's good britney's going to the metro jane is going to her car she realizes she doesn't have her wallet calls Jaina, Jaina's like, I forgot my laptop. It's fine. They go back. They get these things. Um, Brittany, like, parks her car in front, like, just double parks just for a moment just to go get the laptop and leave. So before I go any further, I actually want to give you a little bit more background specifically on Brittany. Okay. So Brittany, she has a habit of stealing things. Oh, okay. She stole from her teammates in high school when she was into sports. She had stolen from coworkers at Lululemon. She had even tried to steal a weave, which whenever I read that, I was Off like, Off of someone's she- head? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I was like, she stole a weave. Brittany. Klepto. <laughs> so basically what happened is she went to a store, got a weave, and then was like, whoa, someone stole my wallet. Can't pay. And then walked out. That's a very lazy way to steal something. It is. Did it work? <laughs> I guess. I mean, they couldn't take the weave off her. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so she had actually been caught trying to steal from or she people knew that she was stealing from lululemon but they it was really hard to fire her because they actually need to catch her stealing something so earlier that day she was shoving yoga pants into her bag and unfortunately Jaina, who was covering for a friend was there and saw it happen and kind of caught her so she knew Jaina knew that she had stolen so cut back so (laughs) cut back to that evening so they're leaving with their belongings and Brittany's kind of walking back and then she realizes that Jaina has stopped so she kind of looks up from what she's doing and Jaina's or excuse me Brittany is standing there with a big metal bar <gasps> like the kind that you would use to hang clothes so she starts you know initially Jaina's like please don't I, if this is about the stealing like please don't worry about it like what's going on we can talk about this and Brittany is just not having it and Brittany starts beating her oh my god and she, over Jaina's yoga trying, pants yes over the theft of these pants for and god's the risk sake of her getting fired I know that's what was so shocking to me 
So she's like beating the shit out of sweet Jaina, who's just covering for a friend, isn't even supposed to be there that night. So she ends up, Jaina ends up trying to kind of run away. So she's kind of running to the back hallway, trying to blockade herself in because you can't get out through the front door because Jaina's or Brittany's blocking it. So she ends up getting beaten just all the way to the back hallway. And then the, the most horrible part is that there's a toolbox nearby and Brittany ends up taking out these tools from the toolbox and like using different tools to beat her with. What the fuck, Brittany? And they, they were a total so of... so fucked up with that girl. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. She gets hit a total of 331 times. Oh my God. And then that doesn't even kill her. She's still alive. So then Brittany goes and gets a kitchen knife and <gasps> murders her with a kitchen knife. Jesus fucking Christ. Why do they have a kitchen knife there? Because they have like a kitchenette. I don't know. What, it's Lululemon, Kate. Oh it's my Lululemon. God. What the fuck? <laughs> you get a kitchen whenever you come to visit. Um, so then after that, she's like, okay, well, time to stage a break in. So she knocks a bunch of stuff down. She uh, moves moves Jaina's car out from where it's kind of double parked in the front, moves it to the back of a parking lot, comes back, puts on those stage, those, excuse me, size 14 shoes, Mm -hmm. and then tracks blood from like the blood pool all over the place to make it look like men have broken in. I'm surprised no one can see this because I'm imagining this like a lit storefront. I don't know. Maybe all the lights are off and then they just turn on the light in the workroom or in the um, break room, I guess is what I would suspect happened. Um, regardless, she, you know, steps around with those shoes and cleans them off and then puts them back in the shoe bin, Mm -hmm. which was a fatal error. Mm -hmm. And then she uh, ends up, she's like, okay, well, I got to be hurt too. So she ends up kind of loosely tying herself up and then stabbing herself. That's psychotic. Yeah. That's some scream level psychosis. It really is. So the fatal lie wasn't even the shoes. That wasn't what immediately made them say, huh? The thing that immediately made them say, huh, was whenever she said that they asked her about Jaina and Jaina's car and if they were close. And she's like, no, like, I've never been in Jaina's car. I don't know what it looks like. Well, she had been in Jaina's car because she moved it. And so they found both her hair and her DNA in the car, which put her as the person moving the car, which implicated her. And then all these pieces kind of fell into place. Oh, my God. Over fucking leggings. Over leggings. So ultimately, she gets uh, sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Good. And interestingly, I read that the judge actually, after he sentenced her, he was just so perplexed by it. He went home and just like mimed what it would be like to hit someone 331 times. And that just really disturbed him because he's like, there's a lot of time yeah. in this process. Like, that's not a quick thing. No. Like, I would get worn out just counting to 331. Yeah, this th- that's someone who is a, like, threat, like a threat to society. That person yeah. is unstable and is going to hurt more people. So the moral of the story is trust no Lululemon. No, don't trust your coworkers, I guess. That's that actually shame. really is wild. I mean, it's it's sad, but it's, like, just a random coworker who had the capacity to be a crazy, horrible human. I'm just dumbfounded that this was over theft of leggings of all things petty theft well she had lost her job um in past situations for that and i think maybe stop stealing Brittany, (laughs) or just like get another job you've done it you've gotten gotten this far getting caught yeah well just get a different one her her slow in her role i guess oh my god what a fucking psycho did you guess the ending no i did not guess that ending at all i was like rooting for Brittany really hard 
Oh, and the two people, in case you're wondering, who were seen on the security camera, Mm -hmm. those were just cooks from a nearby restaurant who were just, like, scuttling home. It's weird that they were running. Suspicious. Don't run on security camera footage. Maybe they heard something scary, like someone getting murdered in a nearby storefront. That's really fucked up. I don't like that. So that's just to put a little bit of healthy fear in all of you. Yeah, You're welcome. Thank you, For this PSA. I was so comfortable (laughs) and safe and happy. Well, I've done a lot of sort of you know, survival stories or kind of ones where no one actually, it's not really a crime, it's just kind of spooky. So I thought I had to do a true crime. Yeah, You didn't have to, for the record. (laughs) It could have kept (laughs) being nice to me. See you in a month. That's so upsetting. See, this is, I have, I have mace on my keychain and anytime I'm like coming from or leaving or going into or leaving the office or the clinic, I always have it like not only just like on in my hand, but my finger is like ready. (laughs) I'm not gonna like if someone tries to come after me, I'm not fumbling for the trigger. Like I just push. No. And I think we may have talked about this on other um, podcast episodes, but like I've been chased in an aggressive way where I was like very scared and had to run and lock my door. And then he banged on the back of my car. So yeah, it happens. That's so scary. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like your story. I don't like this story. I don't like any of this. I don't like it. Well, so I hope you guys had fun. I hope everyone else had a great time. Yeah, I'd love to know if people had heard about this because it happened in 2011. So we like some of the uh, club members could have definitely already known about this. So I'd be curious to know if people had heard of this before. Lululemon murders. Is that what it's called? Yeah, like Lululemon murders, Lululemon killer. I'll say she looks guilty in her mugshot. She's smirking. She's raising an eyebrow. <laughs> he looks rough. Yeah, I think she's resigned herself at the point of taking this mugshot. That's for sure. Oh, my God. Crushed her skull and severed her spinal cord. Well, I left some of that out for you, Kate. You're welcome. Well, I Googled it, so. Yeah, the crime scene, like, I didn't, like, look into deep crime scene photos or anything, but just on Google Images, th- there's a lot of blood, which makes sense for that level of psychosis oh my god this is so messed up it seems apparently the police were suspicious of britney's story from the beginning because of the blood the blood pattern i think the blood was concerning the fact that she was so dismissive about the shoes um i didn't mention that to you but that was that they kind of raised their eye with how quickly she was like no no nothing about that well who shoes what shoes i don't have shoes oh i'm looking at the pattern oh it's a lot of blood you know I'm, i'm just gonna go ahead and 331 wounds okay Okay. She's in All prison right. for the rest of her life. So that's what happens yep. when you get mad at your coworkers and kill them. So don't do that. Oh my God. A stab wound on the back of her neck that severed her spinal cord and went all the way through to her brain. That's the one that killed her. Yeah, I bet. She used a hammer, a knife, a merchandise peg. That's the thing you're just describing. A rope and a box cutter. Right? Like she literally just started using different tools. Okay. Well, okay. That's enough. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but not not so sorry I won't be here next month that's great if you look at the photos of her where she's put together you would not know she just looks like a normal person she just looks like someone it looks like she's like a prom or something here or like on a date or something I don't like it that's gross I don't like it could be anyone could be anyone anyone could be a serial killer that was just a a killer's bad enough honestly that's part of the reason I wanted to tell it was like this was a girl who did it over something stupid so, but the sad part is like, I mean, what else could Jaina have done? Like not gone back nothing. and, There's you nothing. know, and that's the, that's the scary part. I mean, kind. So I guess like in hindsight, I doubt she ever suspected that Brittany was going to murder her. But if you have any reason not to trust someone, you don't go anywhere with them alone, I guess is what it is. 
Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not blaming Jaina, obviously. Course. I'm sure she was just like, yeah, of course I'll... She was just being a good person, letting her friend back to work. But yeah, that's fucked sure. up. I don't All like right. it. Do you want to end on a happy note? Yes. Is there one? Can you make one? Um, yeah, I can make one. Mine is that... <laughs> what is my happy note? Oh, mine is that my petunias are... They're doing great. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> so y'all don't know this, but I told Kate that like a week or so ago, I was like, I've, I start, I've been reading more on my porch because the weather's nice and I put my cat on a lead um, and hold it taut so he doesn't jump over the porch railing. <laughs> but I got some plants that I carefully was like, hard to kill plants. And my petunia is doing great. It's thriving. So I have a ton of succulents. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you and your petunia. Well, thank you. Do you um, have a happy for me? Well, it was yeah, Kate's birthday really recently yeah <laughs> i have them every year we watched a scary movie we watched multiple scary movies we did we watched two because emma watched fright night with me and then we went and we saw mm-hmm. men and we had yeah. different opinions about men and i'll just leave it at that for now that uh, yeah i will definitely be listening <laughs> um no my my fun story I'll, I'll just have a fun gardening story to stay on theme so nick got me tulips and we tried to plant them and he was, we were so excited. We were watching them and they were, it, was, it was starting to bloom. And then we realized that it was garlic. It was not, the, <laughs> it was not the tulips. I don't know how this switcheroo happened, but I mean, now don't we're they both come in like little packets, you know, they come in little bulbs. So yeah, um, it's, we are, we we're now growing garlic. Sounds so that's fragrant. fine. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not quite what I had in mind. We were mm. so proud. They were like, look at them go. It's garlic. Well, I'm proud of you for, for growing anything honestly I'm proud of, yeah for branching outside of the succulent family yeah, which you <laughs> do have an impressive succulent garden yeah they are none they're not all dead I, I almost said none of them are dead but some that, of would them are dead. that would be a lie <laughs> that would be a lie oh okay well I hope everyone enjoyed this crime corner I know I didn't but we'll <laughs> we'll let Emma come back I guess if she promises to be good I'll be good I'll give you a less grisly one next time how about Yay. that yay Let's murder some men, yeah? Not the women. Okay, well, until next time, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy.